This is the Aftermarket Radio Network. It's your weekly blitz with Chris, keeping you in the game. Coming to you from the crossroads of industry knowledge and business innovation, this is the Weekly Blitz hosted by me, Coach Chris Cotton from AutoFix Auto Shop Coaching. The Weekly Blitz is the show that supercharges your auto repair business knowledge, helping you navigate the labyrinth of the automotive world, giving you the tools and the tips you need to steer your business to success. Each week, we're going to deliver an episode jam-packed with insider know-how, industry developments, practical business strategies, and surprising things you didn't know that you didn't know. The Weekly Blitz is brought to you by Shop Marketing Pros. I've been personally recommending Shop Marketing Pros since way before they're a podcast sponsor. They do most, if not all, of my clients' marketing, and they should be doing yours as well. Many of my coaching clients work with Shop Marketing Pros and see results like they've never seen from other marketers. To learn more about their top-tier marketing for top-tier shops, see their link in the show notes or go to shopmarketingpros.com forward slash Chris. Whether you're a seasoned veteran or a starter in the game, this podcast is your owner's manual to running a successful independent auto repair shop. Now strap yourselves in, turn the key, and let's hit the gas. So recently, there was a great question that was posed of me. Chris, how profitable are independent auto repair shops? My answer is done correctly. The sky's absolutely the limit. First of all, I want to say that, unfortunately, not all shops are. I'd I'd say half of all independent repair shops probably make less than 5% net profit, break even, and or even lose money. Most shops, unfortunately, when they come to us, are in these types of situations. I'm not going to say that repair shops are on the same playing field when compared to some other industries. If you look at jewelry margins, furniture margins, and water margins, we've got a long ways to go. I will say, though, that an independent auto repair shop has about as much upside as any retail business if ran properly. When I'm talking about my ideal business, What does my ideal business look like? So just to make the math easy, I'm thinking about a shop that does a million dollars a year in sales and has a net profit margin about 25%. If you're out there and you were to come to us as a client, if you sign up with us, then that's where we're trying to get you. Again, on our ideal shop, on this shop we're talking about, I want the owner to take a salary of $60,000 to $80,000 a year out of that business have $250,000 or 25% net in ready cash to use in slash for the business. I know what some of you are thinking. Here's where the greedy shop owner comes in and now you have to screw all the employees in order to get there. Absolutely not. I don't want you to think that that's what I'm thinking. People that work for repair shops that listen, I don't want you to think that's, that's it at all. I want an America. I want a shop. I want a shop owner I want a path forward for every employee to be making upwards of $100,000 a year or have a path to get there. I want you to be working in a shop and I want you to know what it's going to take in order for you to get to $100,000 in year yourself. That's in any state across the country. Some states has to be more because it's just crazy out there living, right? Or as Matthew McConaughey says, L-I-V-I-N, right? When we're talking to shop owners, when my coaches talk to shop owners, these are the things we're talking about. We want all the employees to be making bank. We want the owner to be making bank. We want the customers to feel like this is the greatest place on earth. Our shop is the Disney World of repair shops. Okay? It's up to us as owners, coaches, consultants, et cetera, employees to make sure that we're able to hit those numbers and get there. Now, think about think about the numbers I just gave you and then figure out what that business can do 
if you get it to $2 million per year, $3 million per year. Most shops, if you have a four to six base shop, your shop is designed and built to do $2.5 million to $3 a year. One of our coaches, Brent, he's awesome. Coach Brent, if you're listening, this is a shout out for you. Four bays, three technicians, two service advisors, and we're able to do a million and a half to $2 million this year out of that shop. I would say if you've got a six or eight bay shop and you're not hitting $2 million, $3 million, then you're just not trying. One of the great things about our industry right now is it's pretty easy to do what we need to do in order to get the customers and get them in. Because let's face it, we have this thing called bay proliferation going on now where we have fewer and fewer bays every week. What does it look like or what are some of the smaller margin goals we have to hit in order to make this happen? So first of all, gross profit as a total has to be 65% or better. I don't really care if you get there through parts and or labor, which one's higher, but the way we typically set it up is because labor is one of our biggest costs, we want it to be the biggest contributor. And because people are, or consumers are more parts price conscious than they are labor price conscious. So again, we have to have our gross profit at the end of the week, month, day, whatever, 65% or better. And so if we look at that a little closer, I want our labor margin with our tax and benefit load figured in to be 71% or better. Our parts margin also has to be 55% or better. I hear a lot of you saying, Chris, I can't get there. You're screwing people, et cetera. There's a hundred different ways to get that parts margin to 55% or better. And honestly, we could talk about these some more, but that's probably a whole different podcast just on those two topics. Don't come at me with obstacles as to why you can't do something. Figure out a way to do it, okay? So if we have a 65% margin, then we need to be at least 40% fixed costs or less in order to net the 25%, okay? Because, you know, that 25%, it's basic math. There's only a couple different ways you can get there. So really, I feel like that's a really big number. And so if you manage it and watch your expenses, you should be able to come in underneath that 40%. And if you come in underneath that 40%, then your net profit can be a little bit bigger or you can spread that some, some of that around to your employees. You can do other stuff with it. So again, there's just, just some things to keep in mind on. So what are some barriers to getting the margins where we're at? Well, first of all, this fixed cost thing it, where I see a lot of shops get wrecked is just the commingling of funds between business and personal. You have to keep an eye on it. I don't want you to live beyond your means. I want you to have a budget at home, a budget for your business, and then increase your pay and lifestyle as the business grows. Now, if you're a shop owner and you've got 10 checks in the top drawer of your desk that you haven't been able to cash, we have some s- significant other problems that we've got to address in order to, to fix that and move on. But I will tell you, every shop in America is fixable. Now, I've run into a couple where the people quit on me just because they didn't have whatever to keep going. And I've had this episode in my mind about, it starts from, I want to say weak men, but it really shouldn't be weak men. It should be weak business owners. So actually, you know what? I'm going to write myself a note for that. And I'm going to make a, make a podcast on weak business owners. So again, have a budget at home. Increase your pay and lifestyle as the business grows. Don't start mingling your business because then you've got your 
F-250 on there. You've got 10 family member cell phones on there. Your business can do that later on, but not beginning out, okay? Not starting out. Once you make the margins, you can kind of grow into some of that. What what are some other things? One of the biggest thing is not following processes and procedures or just not having any to begin with. That rolls into pricing parts correctly, knowing what your labor costs are, which we just talked about margins on that. There's a there's a way to figure out what your labor rate should be and how to manage a good, effective labor rate. And that goes into productivity, can jobs, et cetera. So these are all things that we work on with our clients. And it sounds daunting, but really it's not. It's really pretty simple. That's why we can help a shop in any county, in any state, across the country and get there. I know it seems like a lot to manage, but did you start a business or did you start a hobby? I would tell you if your net profit is less than 5% and you're not hiding or trying to hide money from the government or the IRS, then you have a hobby. You do not have a business. And... If you want to fix that and correct it, there's a way, there's a path forward. There's absolutely no shame in having a business that isn't providing for your family. There's only shame in having a business that continues to do the same things day in and day out when you know it can do better. The only person holding your business back is you. And again, the answer to the question, which the question was, how profitable are independent auto repair shops? And the answer is very profitable if done correctly. Okay. I truly believe in the power of knowledge and collaboration to drive success. And I trust that the insights we've shared today can empower you to take your auto repair business to the next level. We're incredibly grateful for all of our listeners. Your commitment to learning, growth, and improvement is what keeps us doing what we do. And we never forget that. We also want to thank our incredible sponsor, Shop Marketing Pros, for making this show possible. Their dedication to the success of independent auto repair shops like yours is truly unparalleled. Shop Marketing Pros provides top-tier marketing for top-tier shops just like yours. Remember, success doesn't come to you like we just talked about. You have to go out and get it. It's about making strategic decisions, fostering effective management, and continuously seeking to educate yourself and your team. That's what the weekly blitz and what AutoFix Auto Shop Coaching is all about. And we're committed to being a resource for you every step of the way. Join us next week as we continue to provide actionable insights, expert advice, and real-world stories from the trenches of the auto repair industry. Don't forget to subscribe, share this podcast with fellow shop owners, and leave us a review if you enjoyed today's episode. As always, if you have any questions or topics you'd like us to tackle in an upcoming episode, please get in touch. Chris at AutofixSOS.com. Your input's what shapes this show. Until next time, Chris Cotton signing off. Keep your gears running smoothly. Keep learning and keep growing. Remember, in this business, every day is a chance to get better. Here's to your continued success. As always, it's time to rise and grind. Have a great day, everybody. You've been listening to The Weekly Blitz with Coach Chris Cotton on the aftermarketradionetwork.com. Follow Chris on your favorite podcast listening app. Let him know what you'd like him to cover. His email is in the show notes. Chris is all for advancing the aftermarket.